Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, and in the midst of us, as I always say, regardless of everything that's going on around us in the world today. And, of course, you know there's a lot going on every day in this world we live. Every day is a challenge. Every day is an opportunity to receive greater things from God, regardless of what man is doing. So I'm excited about what God is doing for us today. You know, when I look around and think about the things that's happening in the world, the war with Russia, um, you know, it's a lot of different things. One thing I can assure you of, that God is still in control. You may say, well, I don't see how God's in control with a war going on. God's still in control. Man's going to always try to do what he wants to do. But God has the last say. That's the best part. All right. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's important. Something you need to know. And some need to remember. That do know that God is holy. Today, I want to talk to you about God is holy. He's holy. He's been holy. He'll always be holy. So I want to talk about the holiness of God. He's holy. Now, some people don't know what that means. Holiness is God. God is holiness. God is clean. God is uh, 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 refreshing. God is God is life. I mean, it could go on and on and on. Get your Bibles and let's go to Leviticus chapter 11, verse 45. And it reads as such. Let me pray before we start. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you in the behalf of everybody listening under the sound of my voice today. I ask that you touch, heal, deliver, and make free. Bind a hand on the enemy on every hand, oh God. Set these people's wills free, oh God. Make their wills free. That they can accept you as they save you, as they can obey what your words say. Give them a mind to serve you today in Jesus' name and strengthen that which need to be strengthened. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bibles and go to Leviticus chapter 11, verse 45. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. Let me read it one more time. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God, and ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the Lord speaking here. He brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But there was a problem that arose with God's people. The problem wasn't with Egypt. The problem was with God's people. You see, we always like to point the finger at somebody else and say, they did it, they did it. But here was the problem. It was a problem with the people of God. They were the problem. They were the issue that God was having. They were the issue that God was dealing with. This scripture tells us here, in verse 45 of Leviticus chapter 11, it says, For I am the Lord that bringeth 
you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God, and ye shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. They didn't want to be holy. They didn't want to be godly. They wanted to do the things that the other people in those lands did. They did not want to serve God according to his rule. You got to understand, somebody came to the point when they told God, I don't want you as our king. I want you to give us a king like they have here on earth and these other countries have a king to tell them what to do. I don't want you telling us what to do. God said, if king can do you bad, I don't care if they do us bad. I want a king. We want a king. We don't want you to be our king, God. You know, we can't see you. <clears throat> We can't see you with our eyes. We don't want to do what you say. We'll do what the king tells us to do. But the scripture here says that God said, I am the one that brought you up out of Egypt. I am the one that brought you into this land. I am the one that feeds you. But therefore, I want you to be holy as I am holy. I don't want you to be nothing else. Don't God take a hike? You know, you tell somebody today, take a hike. You don't want to hear what they have to say. Take a hike, brother. I don't want to hear what you have to say today. I'm not interested in what you have to say today. I want to do it my way. And God said, I told you I want you to be holy. No. We're not going to be holy. Why should we be holy? When everybody else does what they want. They go to church. They do give money. Why should I have to make all these sacrifices? They don't do it. They don't make no sacrifices. They just come to church. They give money. They hair clap their hair. They give money. They go to different things in the church. They don't even live for you. So why should I do all this stuff? That verse tells us plain that therefore be holy for I am holy. God is trying to get people to understand that he brought you out of the situation that you were in. He brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He wants you to be holy for he is holy. He's always been holy. He's always, I'm going to say it again. God always been holy. It's not new. It's not something that just happened last week. It's not something that just happened yesterday. God always been holy. Let's move on. Let's go to Deuteronomy uh, chapter 7. Let's talk more a little bit about God being holy. Let's go to Deuteronomy. Chapter 7. And verse 6. Now listen to this. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee, listen to this, to be special, a special people unto himself above all the people of the, of the face of the earth. Let me read it again. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God have chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the people upon the face that are upon the face of the earth. Now, that's something to think about. God chose us 
those that are saved and the heirs of salvation he has chosen. He has chosen us to be a special people. A holy people unto the Lord thy God, but we do everything by holiness. We don't even know today what holiness is, so they don't call their church holiness nothing. They don't preach about holy living because they don't know holy living. Or they talk about going in a higher level, but they know nothing about the holiness of God. They talk about, oh, we're going to higher. We're going higher, higher where? You don't even know nothing about God. You don't even know nothing about that God is holy. You don't even tell people that God is holy. He said, be holy, for I am holy. He said, come out from amongst them and be separated, saith the Lord God, and I will receive you unto myself. But God can't receive you because you don't want to be holy. You don't want to live right before him. Amen. Holy. God is holy. He's a holy God. I said he's a holy God. He's a righteous God. His judgment is righteous. Oh, my gosh. But God chose us. Listen to this. The Bible says that everyone that named the name of Christ, let them depart from iniquity. Now, everybody run around calling themselves a Christian. Am I right? Everybody run around calling themselves a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Well, then depart from wicked living. Depart from iniquity. Depart from that homosexuality. Depart from that lesbian. The, oh my God. Depart from that lying. Depart from that stealing. Depart from that cheating. Oh, depart from that deception. Come on, come on, come on, come on, amen. come on. Tell it. Amen, amen. It is the truth. Let everyone in the name of Christ depart from iniquity, depart from your sins. Oh. Come out and stay out. God has chosen us to be a special people. God has chosen you to be a special people before him. Out of all the people, that's something. Oh my gosh, that's just something to think about. Out of all the people on the face of the earth, God chose you, but He wants you to be holy, cause He's a holy God. I said He's a holy God that demand holiness, that demand right living, that demand clean living, not religious living. It's a difference. It is a difference than being religious and being saved. People say, what do you mean there's a difference? There's a difference than being religious. Anybody can go to church. Anybody can go to a synagogue. Anybody can go to a temple. But not anybody can serve the Lord. Isn't that something? You must come unto him. And repent of your sins. Ask him to forgive you and come into your heart, mind, and soul and save you. And God, your life. In Jesus. You must ask Jesus Christ to become your Lord and personal Savior. 
We all need to be saved from ourselves. Oh, yes, we do. We all need to be saved from ourselves. We need to be saved from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet from ourselves because we get ourselves in trouble. God is a holy God, and he requires holy living. They don't preach about holy living no more. You must be holy. You must be clean. Don't tell me you're clean. You're smoking and you're drinking and you're doing all this stuff. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's read the scriptures. Let's look at this verse one more time. For verse 6 of Deuteronomy chapter 7, it says, For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the people upon the face of the earth. Above all, there's over 7 billion people on the planet. Hmm, think about that. God chose you out of 7 billion people. <laughs> he chose you to be holy because he's holy. Everybody talking about they going to heaven when they die. People go to heaven. If they wasn't holy, they didn't go to heaven. They went to hell. I'll say it again. If they wasn't holy, they didn't go to heaven. They went to hell. And then after that, they're going to rise on judgment day. And they will be judged and be cast into the lake of fire. Where it was made for the devil and his angels. And none of that was made for you. Heaven was made for you, but you don't want to know that. You must be born again. The Bible says, peace follow all men and holiness without no man shall see the Lord. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But think about this. God is holy. Think about this. If God is holy, you saying you serve God, you should be holy. Go Google holiness. I'm not talking about his holiness. I'm not talking about the pump, the Pope. The Pope is not God's man. Don't say that the Pope is not God's man. The man that served God is God's man. You must be born again. God is not into idol worship. Okay? I could go on. I'll get rough when I really start telling you about this and the Catholic Church and some of these other churches, organizations. You still must be born again. You still must be saved. You still must, oh my goodness, you still must accept Christ. You still must have Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You must be holy. People say, oh, don't, don't say it like that. Everybody's okay. They, they say they're a Christian, they're all right. No. The Bible makes it plain that everyone that named the name of Christ apart from iniquity. No iniquity is going into heaven. You must, I'm going to say it again. You must be born again. You must be holy. Let's move on. Let's go to First Peter. Let's run over to First Peter. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 16. Let's look at that verse. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it to you slowly so you can get it. First Peter chapter 1 verse 16 says, Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. Let me read it again. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am 
Holy. I uh, maybe something, maybe it didn't click. Is that because it is written in the word of God, be ye holy, for I am holy. God is holy. God is righteous. You see the problem with the church today, they don't want to identify with God, but yet they want to be the church. They don't work that way. If you really read your Bible, you're going to find out that you cannot have God's word without God. You can't have God without his word. You say, what are you saying? You cannot say you're serving God and don't obey his word. You cannot obey the word of God and not have God say you're serving God. You, they, they go together. They go together. I said, well, I don't believe like you. I don't care what you believe, but what I believe don't make a difference. It's what the word of God said. He said, be ye holy. From Revelations to Genesis. To Genesis to Revelation is talking about God being holy. It talks about God being holy all through it. In fact, the other books, that's not including it. He talks about God being holy, God being righteous. So there's no escape. There is no escape that you must live holy. You must be obedient to God's word. Oh, it's not a message to make you feel good. It's not about you talk about being prosperous, having uh, being prosperous and wealthy and rich. It's not a prosperity ministry. It's about being holy. You want wealth? You want success? Get holy. And Lord God, let, let me tell you something. It is God that causes you to prosper. You really want to yeah. prosper? Allow God to cause you to prosper. I'll say it again. Allow God to cause you to prosper. He'll bless everything you touch. He'll bless you going in and he'll bless you coming out. Disobey him. Well, you know, he's going to curse you going in and curse you going out. God wants us to be holy because he is holy. When we obey God's word, we will get the results of our fruit. If you, oh my goodness. If you plant garbage, don't expect real fruit. If you don't live for God, do not expect eternal life. <laughs> What kills me about people today in the churches? They don't want to hear nothing about holiness because God is holy. They want to hear about prosperity. Uh, there are some of them maybe talk about good luck. They want to hear everybody prophesy. You want to hear good prophecy? God said, be ye holy, for I am holy. That's, that's a great message right there. God hasn't changed. He's still the same. He's still the same God. He's still doing the same thing. He's still preaching the same, have the same message being preached. Never change. You must be born again. Popularity? Ah, I guess I guess I guess I'm not one of them. But you must be holy. This scripture here tells us because it is already, you gotta understand what the scripture is saying here. Beloved, the scripture said. Because it's already written. Now listen to this. There's a scripture in the Bible saying that the word of God is already settled in heaven. The word of God is already settled in heaven. It's already written in heaven. They can burn all these Bibles. Every Bible on the planet can be burned. But it's not going to change the fact that it's already written. And it's already sealed in heaven. And God is holy. Amen. 
You can't change that. I'm not talking about you wearing black and white to church and getting all sanctimonious and all that looking. I'm talking about your life. Your life should be holy. You can wear all the sanctimonious clothes you want. The preachers today, oh, there's a big controversy going on now. One of the big controversies going on now about you could get your, you for $50. For $50, there's a website you could go to get your ordination license as an apostle, a bishop, an archbishop, a pastor, evangelist, $50 each. So one guy made a joke. He said, I'm going to get out of the I'm going to get the apostle. He's going to get the apostle, the pastor, the archbishop. He's going to get them all. He said, I'm going to get my $200 worth of anointing. But ain't no anointing today. Anybody could get a piece of paper. Here's a piece of paper. Anybody could get a piece of paper and say, put your name on. I am Apostle Jackson Williams. I'm from so-and-so. God said, I don't know you. I know you're not. Many are called, but few are chosen. Hello? The scripture said, because it's already written and settled in heaven. Be holy, you, you, me. I must be holy. You must be holy because God is holy. You're not, you, you're not going to heaven. I don't care how much your mama was a preacher. I don't care how much your papa was a preacher. I don't care how many stained glass you paid for. I don't care how many chandeliers you paid for. I don't care how many boards you on. You must be holy. None of that equal eternal life. Well, the Bible says, I know some people say, the Bible said, the Bible said, work out your own soul salvation. It did say that. You need to work out your own soul salvation. Have money to do you. Anybody can get money. I could write a check for $10,000 if I had $10,000 already. I'll write a check for $10,000 for some ministry. It still ain't guaranteeing me eternal life. But people do it. Now, if you want to write a check for $10,000 in ministry to Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated, you can. But it's still on equal eternal life. Because I can't guarantee you that. I cannot guarantee you. The only person guarantees eternal life for you is you. Is that you eternally obey what God's word has said. And then you will obtain eternal life. Ain't no other way. God can't even guarantee you eternal life until you accept it. But it's there. It's a free gift, but you got to accept it. But you got to be holy after you accept it. Ah, that's the thing. You must be holy. You must be obedient to God's word. Let's go to uh, Hebrews 12 and 14. Let's take another look about what am I talking about, what God requires of us, what God actually requires of us. Look at Hebrews 12 and 14. Listen to this verse. I want you really to listen to this verse, beloved. It says, follow peace with all men and holiness without. No man shall see the Lord. I'm going to read it again. Follow peace with all men and holiness without. No man shall see the Lord. No man shall see the Lord. Peace, you just let, let, let me say this. Let me say this, beloved. Peace can come. We got that war with Russia and Ukraine right now, but peace could come. Hmm. 
Peace can come, but the Bible said, if you ain't holy, if you're not living in holiness, you're never going to see the Lord. You're never going to get eternal life. People got this twisted all up. If I give to the church, I'm going to be okay. If I go visit the Pope and say, Hail Mary, full of grace, do the rosary and all, that's not eternal life. Eternal life is accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and being what the Word of God say and being holy. Let the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, get in you. Let the Holy Ghost get in you. The Holy Spirit get in you. God, your life. I don't care what nobody says. It's not going to change the word of God. God's word is already settled in heaven and there's nothing nobody can do about it. And nothing nobody can say about it. There's absolutely zip they can do about it. It's too bad. It's too late. You want me to tell you why? Because the word of God was settled in heaven from the beginning of time. You know what? When Christ was being uh, uh, condemned, when Christ was being whipped, when Christ was being nailed to the cross, that's a tree. It was really a tree. Outside the city. Those people had no idea that they were already only fulfilling the word of God that had already been written and given. I'll say it again. They were only fulfilling prophecy that was already written and given and told. They had no idea because if they had an idea that they probably was going to condemn us eternally in our family. Because you want me to tell you something else? Some of them same people said this, which is shocking. Let the blood be on us and on our children. Now they don't, they don't damn their children. <laughs> they don't damn their children. They should have had nothing to do with that, but they said, no, let his blood be on us and on our children. Children wasn't even born to some of them. Isn't that something? They condemned their own children, and the children weren't even born yet. Oh, these are religious people like we have today in church. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what I'm saying, people. They were worshiping God. They went to the synagogue. They gave their alms, but they didn't want to live holy. They didn't want to live godly. They didn't want to do that. Why? Why? Because we wanted to be like the Romans. We want to be like this body. We want to be like that. And it's the same thing today. It's the same identical thing today. They don't want to be holy. They don't want to be godly, but they want to go to heaven. I want to know how you're going to get there. You can't buy your way in. Oh, I love that part. They can't buy their way into heaven. I said they can't buy their way into heaven. I love that part, beloved. I love that part. You can't buy your way. You can't hold your way into heaven. Oh, you can't sleep with all the preachers and they get you into heaven. Woo! And y'all homosexual, y'all can't sleep with all the men and all of the gay preachers to get into heaven. You can't do that because they ain't gone and you ain't gone. Praise God. Huh? You can't blackmail God in the heaven. Huh? You must be holy. You must have Christ as your personal Savior. Amen, amen. You must be holy. And hallelujah, you must 
of Christ as your personal savior. Ain't no doubt about it. You must. Jesus, Jesus himself said you must be born again. Not mine. Oh, yeah, let me pray for those who are watching TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch, heal, deliver, and make free every little soul under the sound of my voice watching this broadcast. Meet every need in a night and show them that they need to be holy every day. In Jesus' name, amen. You must be holy. Hebrews 12 and 14, one more time. Follow peace. With all men and holiness, which out no man. I don't care what your name is, how much wealth you have, what position in the world you hold. You will not see the Lord. You will not see Christ Jesus. You'll see and say an angry God, which is Father. You will face the judgment seat of God. You will face God's judgment. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. It's not something I dreamed up to tell you. This is a fact that if you do not repent of your sin, if you do not accept Jesus Christ as your savior, you will be lost. It's just, just a fact. It's nothing to uh, 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 intimidate somebody with. It's nothing to scare nobody with. You must be born again. You must repent of your sin. You must be holy. You must be. Amen. Not might be, but you must be holy. Amen. You must be holy. I'll say it again. You must be holy. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. You must be holy. Hallelujah. 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 You must be holy. Let's move on. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7. Hebrews chapter 3, a holy God. He's a holy God. He's a holy God. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7. Listen to this. Verse 7 says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today, if you were here, his voice. The Holy Ghost is saying, if you will hear the voice of God, that you must be holy. Not try to be holy. You must be holy. You must. Then let everyone that has the name, the name of Christ Jesus depart from iniquity, depart from your sins. You must be holy. Not night. You must. Jesus said, you must be born again. He never said might. I'll say it again. He never said might. He said you must be born again. You must be born of the spirit of God. You must accept Christ as your personal savior. But if you fail to do that, I don't care how religious you are. I don't care what position in the church you hold. I don't care. You could be a bishop, apostle, or whatever you render a calling yourself. I don't care if your pop is an apostle, your mama is a missionary, and none of that matters. 
You must be born again. You must be holy. Oh, something you got to do for you. Nobody can do that for you. You must be holy. You must. I'm going to say it again. You must be holy. You must get the holiness of God in your life. Burning candles, the statue is not being holy. Praying to Mary, Bethlehem, or whatever statue you're born to, God praying to God said, Don't do that. I don't care what the Catholic Church teaches you. That's not what God said. Open this Bible for yourself. In fact, it's in their Bible. That's right. I had a Catholic Bible when I was younger at my grandmother's house. It's in their Bible. That you're not supposed to do it, but yet they do. They're going to tell you to do it. Even the Bible told them don't do it. You've got to be holy according to God's word. That's why everybody, you know what's wrong with y'all people today? You know what's wrong with the world in general? We have too much of everything. Here in these free countries like America, we got too much of everything. Oh, yes, we do. We got, some of us got five and six uh, 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 computers. We got tablets, uh, uh, laptops, desktops, smartphones, smartwatches, smart glasses. We got it all. And we can't take the time to search to find out if God is real. Amen. It's all over there. Google God. Google Jesus Christ. Come on, come on. You got to be holy. You're fooling yourself. You're setting yourself up for a big fall. See, if I start talking to y'all about Russia, y'all going to get scared. Because guess what? Russia is mentioned in the Bible. Yes, they are. If I start telling you about really about real Russia, you're going to change your mind about London. You're going to come running to somebody's altar. Hmm. You must be born again. You must accept Christ as your personal savior. This is not no figure of imagination thing. This is not a makeup thing. This is not a make-believe thing. You must be holy. A lot of preachers, when I started out with, they don't preach holiness no more. Some of them gotten into prosperity ministry because they got big churches and all this other stuff. No, they don't really want to preach about holy living anymore because they want to keep the people happy. I don't want to keep nobody happy. I want you to be right with God. If I was in a cathedral and everybody know me, wherever I go and preach, I don't care if it's a one by one or a thousand by one. I'm still going to tell you, you must be born again. You must be holy. I don't care if it's 10,000 people. I don't care who comes. I'm going to still tell you, you must be holy. I don't care, this president, governor, I'm telling you, you must be holy. Talking about going to heaven? Huh. How you getting there? Tell me, how you getting there? This is not Sesame Street. This is not telling me how to get to just Sesame Street. When we, we us kids in America here, when we were kids, they used to have, they still have Sesame Street. And they used to sing a song, tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame Street. All of the life strong. Tell me how to get, how to get to Sesame Street. Oh, I used to love that song as a kid. And I was trying to figure, how do you get to Sesame Street? I think it was a zip code with 060709 or something like that. 
You want to know how to get to heaven? Here's the roadmap. This Amen. word of God, this Bible is the word of God. And that is the roadmap to heaven. heaven. When you obey that roadmap, you'll get to heaven. But you're not getting to heaven no other way. Anybody the Bible makes it plain, any man come another way, he's a thief and a robber. Amen. And as God's word say, no thief or a robber will enter into his kingdom. Let's move on. Let's go to First Peter, back to First Peter chapter 1 and verse 15. Look at that verse. Look at that verse. First Peter chapter 1, verse 15, it said, But as he which hath called you is holy, be ye, be ye holy in all manner of conversation. Oh, this is going to get some people now. I'll read it again. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. You hear that, man? You hear that, women? Young people? Y'all saying you're saved? Y'all going to heaven, right? He said your manner of conversation. You shouldn't be having no sexual conversation with nobody. You shouldn't be cursing and swearing out nobody, telling nobody off. All manner of conversation should be holy. If you follow, let me tell you something. I started, I watched a TV show the other night. I knew it was coming on, but my sister reminded me. So I turned on and watched it. I could not bear the, the language was unnecessary. Everything was cussing and swearing. It was unnecessary. I can't bear it. I can't watch the show. All manner of our conversation is supposed to be holy. Amen. We let the devil rip us off. We let him milk us out of the holy things and the blessings from God. He already knows. He already been there. He knows what heaven like you don't. The Bible said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have it entered into the hearts of the men and women and things that God has prepared for them that love him. Amen. Then the Bible picks up and says, no good thing was he was withhold from them that walk uprightly before him. You see, that's the difference. The prosperity ministries don't teach that. It can't teach that because then you're going to leave when you find out that if you walk uprightly before God, God's going to bless your life. Yeah. You ain't got to go to give them no money to get blessings. You give money to the tabernacle and deliver an offerings. That ain't guaranteeing you nothing. But if you give it all unto God, God will bless you. Amen. Big difference. It's a big difference when we do this the way God say do it. But when we do it the way man say do it, we, we, we don't receive blessings. We don't see food kingdom blessings. We don't see the things that God has for us. Amen. We don't fully receive full blessings because of our disobedience. That's why God said be holy. 
He meant it. God meant for us to be holy every single day of the week. Look at that verse one more time. Look at that verse. Look at the verse. What do we say? Look at that verse, beloved. Look at the verse and read it yourself. Not just hear me, read it, read it. Look at it. It says, for as he which have called you is holy. So be ye holy in all manner of the talk you have and what you listen to. I did a Bible study last week on music. Y'all gobble up filth. Y'all guzzle down filth in music today. Y'all guzzle down filth. All, all, all that listen to the rap in music and all they do is degrade women and cuss and swear. Y'all guzzle filth. That's not holiness. Then I heard some, uh, some gospel singer, she's a lesbian with her wife. And they talk about, I still love her. She ain't walking with God. For the person sing gospel, so-called gospel, this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you sing it, you should be living it. It drives me mad with this mess. You got to be holy. I'm not pulling your leg. You continue living in the way you're living and you refuse to be holy and clean before God. You are going to be lost. Hmm. It's not a game. It's not a prank. We govern in garbage. We hear all this garbage and filth and trash and the scriptures saying that our conversation be holy. In all manner, all type of, oh my gosh, the conversations that we had, what we, and our communication. Notice the section, it says conversation. All manner of conversation. Conversation means communicate. Amen. Okay? Conversation means communicating in your texting. When you're texting somebody, you're cursing them out and you send them all kinds of sexual suggestions and stuff. You on YouTube, you on Twitter, you on Facebook, TikTok, and whatever else, stripping your clothes off. That's communication. That's conversation. What are you doing? You must be holy. I'm not telling you something I don't know about. I've had people make sexual suggestions to me. Oh, I had to stop some of the uh, uh, messenger services. Don't use them. Now I, I don't know how these people finding me in some of my emails that I don't even send out nothing. I don't even use them that much publicly. I only use them discreetly with some businesses. But all of a sudden, I'm getting all these offers from women. And now it's not like when the internet first started. Talking this first, they come up with some justice. Now they tell you what you want to do with you. When they want to meet you. What kind of dumb stuff? Oh, yeah, the men do it too. Oh, the men do it too. We got to be holy. The enemy's out to destroy us all. 
because he knows his time is short and he's trying to try to deceive as many people as possible. The Bible said if it was possible to deceive the very elect of God, but it's not possible because we have God's word. Those of us that obey God's word, those of us that look in God's word, those of us that call on God, we won't be deceived. We'll only be deceived when we do it our own way and don't listen to God. We must be holy. This is this is a this isn't a little issue. This isn't a small issue. This is an eternal issue we're talking about here. You must be holy. This isn't some little thing that you just dream it up and say, oh yeah, I know. You gotta be holy. Also the Bible. We mess up because we don't obey God. Amen. We mess up because we don't hearken unto the voice of the Lord our God and do all that he commands us to do. I just read you the scripture before that we should hear what the voice of God is saying. We should obey what the voice of God is saying. We should do what the voice of God is. Oh, my goodness. It's shameful. How many people will be lost unnecessarily because they refuse to be holy? You keep doing things because your family doing. You keep going to parties and drinking and doing all this stuff that your family doing to keep your family happy. You're going to be lost. You're going to be lost. And somebody, I've seen this happen. You'll be lost and some of them will get right and never tell you about it. I know a young man. I always tell a story and it's true. I told the young man, you need to get yourself together with God, blah, 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 blah. And it was like a one in one ear come out the other. So one of his hardcore friends, I mean, really hardcore friends. I mean, he was bombed out of his head, to me, 24-7. You go to his house, you choke to death when you walk in the door from the reefer. This very individual, I don't know how God got a hold of him. I don't know when. And all he told me was uh, Joe Change. What do you mean, Joe Change? Joe, I'm going to church now. What do you mean, Joe, going to church now? Joe, you sure? Yeah, he's going to church. He's saved now. What? Joe saved? No. That's what I said. When I seen Joe, I couldn't, I, I didn't recognize him. I'm sorry, I didn't recognize him. Now he got a job and all and all of them. I, I said, you sure this is the same person? You said, you know, Joe. I had to get up to see him by myself. That was a new Joe. Joe and God, God somehow, I don't know what he did, but somehow he got in tune with God, got right with God. I was stunned. So I told the individual, I said, you see what I told you? You running with these people when you should be right. They're going to get right and leave you right where you are. And he left them right there. That's what happened. I ain't making it up. It really happened. I'm not making it. I don't mind. The stories I tell you are real. I ain't dreaming them up. I'm not making them up. They really happened. That with Joe, I mean, Joe's situation just blew me away. But that's God. God's capable of doing this kind of stuff. God is capable of changing the person when a person really sincerely wants to be made free. I didn't say set free. I said made free. Y'all wonder why I never say the word that uh, God sets you free? Because God don't set nobody free. The Bible said whom the son make free is free as day. He ain't say nothing about setting nobody free. Made and set is two different things. You could be set free and somebody can come and bind you up again. But when you're made free, you're free. That's why you said when whom the son made free is free indeed. You got to follow what the word of God say. 
when we follow what the word of God say, we go, oh my goodness, we're going to get results that we want. Now get eternal life. But we got to get holy. God is a holy God. He's a righteous God. We got to follow what God's word has said. You know, when I look at today how many ministries, they have a lot of people, and it breaks my heart sometimes when I see them. They don't ever tell people about being holy. They don't tell them to tell people that God is holy. They don't never tell them. And instead of the people taking time and read the Bible for themselves, they'll set whatever that preacher said, close that Bible, and to the next service. And it goes on to repeat and repeat and repeat. And they never told Amen. that they got to be holy. They don't even mention being holy no more. But yet God is like, God is angry about this. He's very angry because he knows he's holy. And he knows the only way we're going to obtain eternal life is to be holy. And it's not science, it's not a side story. It's not like a side or, or, or not like a side chick, as they say. I got my wife and my side chick. God is not your side chick. Y'all take God as a flunky. Y'all fools. That's right. Y'all being foolish when you're taking God as a flunky. I'm telling you, get right and stop pretending. I told you if I start talking about the real Russia, y'all don't want to run that run and run to Jesus quick. Y'all need to read that Bible about Magog. Oh, I'm telling you. It's not what you think, beloved. It's not what you think, beloved. You read that Bible. We in the end days. Y'all don't believe me? Continue doing what you're doing. Don't be holy. <clears throat> You'll see. You'll say, oh, he don't know what he's talking about. That's right. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I know what I'm talking about from the Bible. And I'm telling you, Jesus is coming soon. Amen. I said Jesus is coming soon, but you better be holy when he comes. You better be ready. Don't be one of the foolish versions. Let's see, you could jump up and down and shout and carry on the church and still be lost. All right, let's move on. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. I want you to listen to this verse. I've been telling you this since I started this message. I want you to listen to this verse. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 says, If any man defile the temple of God, him God shall destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which ye are. Oh, I'm going to read it one more time. I'm going to read it slow so you get it. <clears throat> if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroyed. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple you are? I'm going to say this one more time. The scripture says plainly, let everyone name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. I'm going to say this one more time. God said, be ye holy, for I am holy. I'm going to say this verse again. Peace follow all men. And holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Now, now let's look at this verse right here. 
If any man, verse 17, if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Yeah. Uh, Y'all didn't get it? It's not registered in your head yet? You don't understand what he's saying? You are the temple of God. When you run around saying you're a Christian, you are the temple of God. And if you don't have Christ in your life, and if you're not living holy, God's going to destroy you. You think I'm making it up? I'm not. I'll read it one more time. One more time. Maybe maybe you understand what I'm saying. Verse 17 says of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 says, chapter 3 of 1 Corinthians verse 17 says, if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which ye are. Y'all putting all those tattoos all over your skin. Putting them on your behind. Putting them on your neck. Putting them on your neck. Putting them on your arms. You think I'm joking, right? He's going to destroy your behind. You say, well, my name, my too. It was a cross. He's going to destroy you if you don't repent of this. And get that garbage off you. You are the temple of God. It should be holy and clean. It should be righteous before God. It should be sanctified before God. You laying up with some man that's not your wife. He's going to destroy you. All right, you don't believe me? All right. And Revelation 21 and 8 says, I'm, I'm going to read Revelation 21 and 8 to y'all today because a lot of people don't believe when I, when I, when I tell them that. I'm going to read this from the Bible. King James Version, Revelation 21 and 8. Today, I read it for y'all. And I'm always talking about it. Revelation 21 and 8, King James Version says, But the fearful and unbelieving, abominable, murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, eyelaters, and all that have their part, all shall have their part in the lake of fire, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Abominable people are considered to be people that mix up in homosexuality, lesbian, and so on and so forth with that. Whoremongers. Fornicators. Oh, yeah. Unbelieving preachers. Sorcerers. Homemongers. Eyelaters. People that worship. People that worship images. Praying the candle. Praying before the candle and the statues of Michael, Bethlehem, Mary. Oh, yeah. Y'all see y'all saying y'all Christians? The scripture saying y'all gonna be turning to the lake of fire with burning with fire and brimstone. I didn't write it. Don't come looking for me. Go looking for the man that wrote it. Go take it up with God. Go hmm. take it up with him. He's the one that said we must be holy. Amen. When Jesus walked this earth, he already knew they didn't want to be holy. They didn't want to hear nothing he had to say. They were around saying he thinks he's better than us. And he pleaded with them, you must be born again. The very rule. Nicodemus, one of the great rulers back then, 
had the nerve to ask him, what do you mean? Be born again. Am I going to go in my mother's womb a second time? And Jesus is like, wait a minute, Nicodemus. You a ruler of the synagogue. You're supposed to know the scriptures. And you going to ask me that? That's today. Some of these preachers today, oh, the fearful and believing is about preachers. They're afraid to tell the truth. They're afraid to offend anybody. All unbelievers will be turned into the lake of fire. All, A-L-L. You ever heard that soap in America called all temperature chair? A-L-L, all. You must. Be holy. You must be born again. It's not a might. It's not a guess. It's not a hope. You must be holy. That verse still tells it all. I mean, you read that verse, it makes you think about yourself. Find yourself in that verse. Am I, I'm Catholic. I'm Presbyterian. And you praying the candles and statues? That verse sums it up. You're going to hell. And then you're going to be turned into the lake of fire. You need to repent of your sin and come out of that mess and get Christ in your life and let him guide you. I'm not making it up. It's right there in the scriptures. I didn't make that up. Let's move on. Let's go back to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse, verse 17. Let's look at that verse one more time. Verse 17, if any man defile the temple of God, whom, if any man father the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. You are the temple of God. And if you defile it, he's going to destroy you. You're putting all that alcohol and drinking all that alcohol, smoking that reefer and doing crack or whatever, cocaine, meth or whatever you're doing. You defile on your body. Amen. You watch porn online and all that stuff, you defile on your temple. God going to destroy you. Repent. Why there's time to repent. And get right with God. I'm serious. We got to do this thing. We got to get right. We got to stay right. We just can't think about getting right. We got to get right. And stay right. And be holy. And be righteous. Tell everybody they need to be saved. Not playing game. Let's move on. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 20. Leviticus chapter 20. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. Look at that verse. I'll read it. Listen to that. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I am the Lord, am holy. And have served you from other people that ye should be mine. I'll say this again. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I am the Lord. Am holy. 
and have served you from other people that ye should be mine. That's why he has that scripture says, if any man name the name of Christ, let him depart from iniquity. God have served us from amongst the people. Now we should be his. Now we should be the Lord. We should be the Lord's people. We should be the servants of the Lord, the children of the living God. But we must be holy. We must be willing to be holy. We must be willing to be righteous. We must be willing to be godly. You know what? One of the things that mess most people up, they don't have integrity. That's another reason to get yourself lost. You don't have integrity and you do any old thing and treat any old people with any, any old way or say any old thing. Uh, I just want to say this. I was dealing with a preacher I know. Um, uh, I did some business with them and I never heard from them. So around the route, I, I contacted them and they contacted me back, me back. And the explanation they gave to me made no sense. It made no sense whatsoever. They couldn't justify them or why they never did what they were supposed to do. I never heard from them until I contacted them. And they gave me some bizarre story that they're going to contact me when they're ready. And I said that I will never deal with these type of people because they don't use integrity. When we are servants of God, we are to use integrity. Because God sees all, knows all, and tells all. You'd be surprised the thing to call people to get kicked out of heaven. That's why we got to be careful. How we treat people. We run around saying we're Christian, but yet we treat people bad. We treat, we disrespect for people. Uh, uh, we we dis oh, disrespect older people. And we, we just do all this crazy stuff. And yet we shout in church. Oh, everybody's happy to go back to church. All of the vaccine, vac uh, 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 virus, uh, 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 um, CDC regulation, the restriction to begin to ease up now. So everybody happy they could take their church, go traveling now. So they could go back to church now and fellowship with people soon. Everybody be able to get back to church. But check this out. <clears throat> Many people are going back to the same they was, way they were before and still won't serve God. Even though, or even though God spared some of their lives, they still won't serve him. I don't care what you say. He didn't have to serve. That's why the scripture said, come out from amongst them. Leave those people alone. You need to live right for you. You got to be holy. God is a holy God and we must be holy. <laughs> You think I'm joking when I quote that scripture? Peace follow all men. Hebrews 12 and 14 is telling you the truth. You better be holy. You got peace with people all you want. You got to have ultimate peace with all your bill collected. But if you're not holy, you're still going to be lost. You may have peace on your job. I said you may. You may have peace with your friends and your family, your acquaintances. Some of your enemies have left you alone and given you peace. But if you're not holy, you're going to be lost. It's not a joke. It's not a prank. Amen. Look at this verse one more time. And ye shall, Leviticus 20 and 26 says, And ye shall be holy unto me. 
For I am the Lord. For, for I, the Lord, am holy. And have served you from the other people that you should be mine. He served us. He pulled us out. He brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We should be holy. Christ, come in and sanctify. The Bible says sanctify yourself. And the very God of peace, come in and sanctify you holy completely. But you got to let him come in. You got to let him come in your life. You got to let him come in your life. And make you holy. 100%. Let's move on. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 27. Listen to this. This sums it up. Verse 27 says that he might present present that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot nor wrinkle or, or any other such thing but that it should be holy without blemish and without blemish let me read it again <clears throat> that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy without blemish can you identify with that can you actually identify with your life that you without blemish can you identify that you are without blemish before god that you're holy and you walk before god righteously can you identify with that scripture everybody's talking about they're going to heaven but can you identify with Ephesians 5 27 can you actually identify that you're holy? Can you actually identify with that? Can you actually say, yes, I'm holy. I live according to God's word. I obey God's word. God direct my steps. If you can't say that, you need to get right with God and stop playing with God. You know what? There's a scripture in the Bible that a lot of preachers don't talk about. It's a scripture says that man doeth nothing on his own. There's a spirit controlling him, whether it's God's spirit or the devil. Amen. And I seen that scripture, it blew me away. It's right there in the Bible that we ain't doing nothing on our own. We think we are. We think we doing this on our own. We think we waking up on our own in the morning. We think we doing our alarm clock is doing it. Not so. Not so. I'm going to tell you this again. God is holy. He's a holy God. And he demands holiness. I don't care what no preachers running around saying. It don't faze me. I know they don't talk about holiness no more. Holy living no more. Because they ain't holy. So they can't talk about something they ain't. That's why most preachers don't talk about it. Very few even mention holy living anymore. They preach about how to feel good, look good, smell good, eat good, and treat people right. Treating people right does not equal eternal life, beloved. 
You say, what? It don't equal? No. What equals eternal life is a person accepting Jesus Christ as a personal Savior and obeying his word and enduring until the end until the Lord calls them home. That's what equals eternal life. That's an L. But you must be holy. I'll say the scripture one more time. The Bible says that everyone that named the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Amen. You got to come out of your mess. The scriptures that come out from amongst them and be ye separated, self God, and I will receive you unto myself. It's not going to receive you unless you're holy. Roman, uh, Hebrews 12 and 1, 12 and 14. Follow peace with all men and holiness without no man is going to see the Lord. I don't care if you Baptist, Pentecostal, uh, they don't even use holiness titles no more in church. So it's Baptist, Pentecostal, uh, 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 Presbyterian, Catholic, uh, New Age, or whatever you want to call yourself. When it was popular years ago to have a church called Tabernacle, everybody was making a church called Tabernacle. Tabernacle this, Tabernacle Baptist, Tabernacle New York, Tabernacle this, because it was big popular back then. But now, what's popular is uh, the Word Center, Rima Center, uh, uh, all these centers. It's no longer about church ain't included no more. Center, where you come in and we're going to talk to you. We're going to give you the gospel of today. I ain't got no gospel of today. This book was written thousands of years ago. That's the gospel I'm following. Any other thing is lies. I don't care if I'm not popular. <laughs> Less headaches. But let me tell you something, beloved. God is holy. I'll cry holy to the day I die because I know God is holy. And if we, I'm telling you, if we don't live holy, we are all going to be lost. I mentioned about Russia. Because a lot of people in church today are so ignorant and unlearned of God's word. When you really read that Bible, you know we're dealing with wars with Russia can mean the end of the time permanently. Amen. It can lead right in the third World War III. It's not a joke. It's not a prank. But I'm going to tell you something. If you ain't living and obeying God's word, you're going to be lost. If you can't obey God's words now, you will not be able to obey God after the church is raptured, caught up and raptured away. If you can't obey God's word now, you won't be able to obey it then. Hmm. Because this dispensation of grace will have ended. The Bible said today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart as in the day of provocation. Today is the day to hear God's voice. Today is the day the Lord of Holy Ghost to get in your life. Today is the day to accept Jesus as Savior. You can. You can be saved from all of your sin. You can be healed, delivered, and made free. Spoken word is already there. It already went forth. You can be saved. I'm all. Heaven, really knowing that you saved, knowing that you really have eternal life is really important. Today you're here. Some of y'all don't know God. Some of you do know of God. 
I'm going to tell you something. You better be, get holy. You better get in that word of God and get holy. <clears throat> I'm telling you with all the smartphones and all this other stuff we have, we inexcusable. <coughs> Amen. If you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, I want you to bow your head and repeat a simple prayer with me. I have no saving power. We're just going to pray a simple prayer. Let Christ come into your life and save you. If you allow it. <clears throat> Bow your heads. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to watch me, Jesus, bless his blood. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, and save me. I accept you as my personal Savior. Save me right now. Cleanse me right now and make me holy in your sight. Help me and open my understanding of your word as I read it. That I may get to know you as Savior of the world. I thank you for coming into my life. I thank you for rising on the third day at Calvary. I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Now listen, beloved. Accepting Christ as your, first, your personal Savior is the best decision you make. But it's a life you got to live one day at a time, one moment at a time. Get into God's word and let God help you. You can send us an email at, um, you can send it directly to Pastor W at tabernacledeliveranceinc.org. That's Pastor W. Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org. And let us know how you're doing with prayer requests. You could also visit the website, the Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org. And you could leave um, a testimony if you want to leave a prayer request. Do it that way. You could do it there or you become a partner and help the ministry. And two next, uh, and two uh, Wednesday night for Bible study. We have a special treat for y'all on Wednesday night. Uh, <clears throat> I have a guest for you, as y'all got a lot of Wednesday night. That's going to do Bible study on Wednesday night. So I want to make sure y'all here so y'all don't miss this blessing that's going to take place on Wednesday night of the word of, with the word of God. Until then, I will see you. Be faithful and walk with God and obey what he said. I talk to you later. God bless. <laughs>